Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know what we think. So we really appreciate every single listen that we get and we, we're doing our best. You never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no subscription. It's a one-time thing. You can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never not demonetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help. We absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson, every bit of feedback and everything going. So if you want, you'll find the link on our Twitter. It's pinned or on our link tree. It should be in there too. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Everton Me podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Lee, Shane, Graham, and Dave, and uh, we're just going to talk about the latest news today um, about MSP Sports Capital withdrawing from talks about taking over a minority stake in Everton Football Club. Um, the New York-based investment group signed an exclusivity agreement back in May, uh, and the plan was to invest up to $150 million in convertible debt that would become a stake of approximately 25% in the club uh but yeah apparently the news has come out now that they've actually withdrew um so it's a it's a long time to wait dave i'll come to you first mate um we've known about this since may and um you know something was gonna go wrong wasn't it when you're waiting this long like yeah i mean i was getting skeptical and skeptical as the summer went on and I, I mean, I know we all chat, and I was pretty optimistic and stuff in terms of what it would reflect on the pitch. But at this point, I think it's just a reflection of, like, I mean, the past, you could say, three years, I think it's seriously gone wrong. Under Mashiri, it's gone wrong. But the past three years, when we've been in these relegation dogfights on the pitch, it seems like it's amounted to this. And I think my overriding feelings on it are just that, Bill Kenwright and Farhad Mashiri are just trying to continually play the long game with Everton supporters. And this isn't me going at fellow blues or anything like this. I just think we saw it last year when, you know, you know, last season rather when, you know, we, all our energy was low and we scraped over the line on the final day, you know, the protests were still out, but I don't think it was as, um, the word would probably be vigorous as it was in the previous season under Benitez and Lampard. But what I would say is like now they're just trying to drag it out and drag it out and play the long game. And they've, they've honestly probably known about this for a couple of weeks. And I think we're reaching the point where and and Kenwright know they're villains and they know that at the end of the day, they can drag this club through the mud like they already have. And mm. they're going to be, you know, they're just, they're going to be the bad guys, but I don't think they care anymore. And I mm. think that they're just at the point where, 
oh, you know what? If if we get investment, we do. If if we don't, we don't. So what? I, I think they genuinely don't care anymore, and they're just playing the long game with supporters. And I think yeah. MSP are probably in negotiations with them and talking to Mashiri and talking to Kenwright and probably thinking these two are massive idiots and they're stupid beyond measure. Mm. And there's, there's just an amount of underlying factors with the stadium, with the results on, on the field that are just accumulating to, to this point. And I think we're in a serious, serious position now to where any optimism, even the most optimistic Evertonian is now immediately thinking two weeks into the season, we're screwed. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, I mean, we're, we might be going down at at this point and you can just see the, the factors that contribute to how this optimism can be turnly reared on its head, do a 180 and just be turned into ultimate, ultimate pessimism to where now everybody's thinking, this is going to reflect onto the pitch and, and mm. we are going to go down and God knows what's going to happen. But it's at the point where, I mean, I don't know. We're just screwed. I'm sorry for the long rant, but um, you know, I tried to reflect uh, all my feelings in it and yeah. it's, it's really dire times now. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not, I'm not big on overreacting. You guys know that. And I hate to go on and on and, and steal the time, but I'm not big on overreacting, but this deserves, a serious overreaction from the Everton fan base because it's just happened time and time again. And I think Mashiri and I think Henry are trying to be cute and they're trying to play the long game with Everton supporters to get us to the point of, we don't care anymore. Mm. And, you know, for any Evertonians listening, when the marches come with the protests come with the banners come, have to voice your, and we really have to, you know, I'm not condoning violence, but we have to somehow run this owner and his crew out of town. And yeah. they did it with, they, they knew what they were doing with Graham Sharp, with Denise Bear, you know, with, with everybody, with the CFO. They knew what they were doing early in the summer. Let's get them out of town. This will get the fans off our backs. You know, let's sap these people on the board. This will get the fans off our backs. When in reality, they knew what was going to happen and they've just dragged it on and on and on or even even the opposite they've failed they've failed to secure investment which is another failure on their book yeah which is just another one that adds to this list that outnumbers the 500 point plan at this time you know so i mean it's it's just it, it really is time to start taking you know measures in terms of, of, of protest and, and getting out record numbers and, and really getting them out of our club, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll pass along to somebody else. I'm sorry for, uh, I didn't know if mate. I had to guess, if I had to guess that'd be three and a half minutes, maybe four mate. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. On to the next. Um, honestly, mate, it's, it's had the same effect on all of us to be fair. It's just completely ruined everyone's week and we haven't even played a game. Um, I've been saying it for a while, you know, um, the protest should have went full steam ahead in the summer before the season kicked off. Um, everyone was saying, well, you can't do that because, you know, you'll scare away some players. Players are not looking at Twitter, let's be honest, and we should have went full steam ahead to get these leeches out of our club. Um, Lee, I'll, I'll come over to you on this bit, mate, because um, we know now the exclusivity period is now over and the deal is definitely dead. And 
the stumbling block apparently being uh, opposition from one of Everton's existing lenders, which is called Right to Media Funding Limited. Um, any idea who that's linked to? Um, well, I know they've been lending money to Everton before Machiri came in. And I've said it for a while now, for the last three years, all roads lead back to Mr. Kenwright. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to personally attack him, but at the same time, he was the one who brought Machiri in when yep. we all know the Abu Dhabi group that wanted, that have now got control of Man City and made Man City arguably the best team, one of the best clubs, that have, best run clubs, you know, one of the best footballing teams the world's ever seen mm. with the talent you've got. And Bill Kenwright wouldn't move aside so that one yep. fell for him. Yeah, you know, you look back at Kirby trying to move us out of the city. Was he the king's dock? The money was ring fenced. The, the list is just the list is just endless. But he was the one who brought Machiri into this club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all of Machiri's faults with his mates like Kia Gibraltar and all them. This could have all been avoided if Bill, as he said, in was it two thousand and ten. You won't get a better salesperson for Everton than me. Yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm the biggest Evertonian. Along them words, he said, "Well, yeah. you, you really fucked it up, mate, because mm. I've followed this club for well, I'm 33 years of age, and I've started watching football in '97, mm. and this is the most down I've ever felt." Yeah, it's yeah. literally the. I mean, I was. A little bit optimistic at the start of the season. I thought if we got players in that Dice wanted and yep. he fitted his system, I think he's good enough to keep us up if he's got the players mm-hmm. that he requires for it. He's proven if he proved it for years. Yeah. At Burnley. Um yeah. and that has just been absolutely wiped mm. with the two games we've seen and this news now today as well. It's it's just not good enough. You know, yeah, and I not. said I said it to what I was having a conversation on Twitter with one of the lads that I follow for a while. And I said, you know, Mysterio and Kenwright, these are the people who were in charge of this club. Mm. And they've made they've got it to a point now where the, they don't deserve the fan base that they've got. And I'm not saying the club doesn't because the club is the club, but they are in charge of the club at the minute. Yeah. And they have literally Probably more than anyone else in the history of this football club, they've turned the fans. They've mm. turned more fans than anyone else ever has. Yeah, absolutely, mate, yeah. I mean, it's, that's um... probably their overriding achievement, mm. is that they have galvanised a fan base against them. Yeah, yeah. And, mate, I, I'm listening, I'm like, I'm, I'm fuming. I just want to go on a big rant and just tell them all yeah. to fuck off. I can't believe they're still here, mate, after that shit in January no, and February. I, I, honestly, I was I was talking to I was talking to someone else on Twitter as well and I said we literally we had we had our foot on their throat. Mm. We um, metaphorically, let's not get into a whole headlock gate and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm. And we let it off in the summer. We took yeah. it off in the summer. Yeah. And we did. I am absolutely devastated about that now. Because mm. looking, you know, at the start, you're thinking, yeah, they got rid of, you know, most of the boards, give yeah. them time. 
and yeah. we shouldn't have. We should have just carried on going. Hundred percent, mate. Absolutely. Um, couldn't agree more. There, every bit of optimism and positivity has just completely been, you know, completely destroyed. Uh, Graham, I'll, I'll come to you, mate, because you were obviously quite positive and and still are up until this point today, um, or still were. Um, yes, obviously, yeah. You know, we we've had two games there where we haven't even scored a goal. We're still yet to see. A really decent striker. We've been linked with Jay Adams, but still, you had a bit of positivity clinging on there, um, despite all this shit. How do you feel now, mate, after this today? <laughs> it just grinds you down. It really does. And I think the worst thing I done was show my hand and say I'm going to try and be positive. And then, you know, that old uh, Twitter picture. Here comes Everton. Um, absolutely horrendous news. Uh. They're still talk is, is is am I right in saying that they're still they're still willing to lend loan money but not buy in and become partners within the club? So yep. like that absolutely that reeks that reeks of going back to I believe the name Robert Green used to lend the club money. Yep. And a way to just siphon things out and that was Ken Wright again, you know, with his um sort of Act to act today without considering tomorrow's consequences, and that's Andrew's joined us. I don't think he was here, and I had a movie quote just lined up to replace <laughs> Andrew. But you know, it's um from Christopher Nolan's Batman, where you live long enough to be the hero. Mm. Sorry, you sorry. Uh, did he, you die the hero, or live long yeah, enough to either, see yourself become either the die the hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. And I honestly believe in under this club to be the hero. He really did. You know, mm-hmm. he wanted to, to be that man, that Evertonian that takes this club, you know, to that next level. And honestly, it's like he's got drunk on power. He's, he's got absolutely blinded by all going on. And, he, you know, with all of those egotistical managers and and stuff in life and, and seniors where they can't do wrong. Mm. They're always right. And and this fucker is just he's t- he's taken the dis- the destruction of, of, of this club, I think, beyond Venky at Blackburn level. The Venkies, like it's it's crazy. It's it, it, it the catastrophe that he could cause with his actions, if indeed it is his shadow grip or, or whatever it is, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that like I know what they are because I don't. But all, all sort of, you know, all sort of fingers are pointing in that direction and it just makes me think, it's killing us. Mm. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm just, like my, my head fell off. Luckily, I was in the gym whenever, whenever this news broke and I was like, Jesus. And it actually fueled me because... Uh, when we were speaking briefly there and, and you know what I love my analogies and my analogy was with the whole relegation fights my head falls off but you know what you know there's a piece of piece of skin there just about keeping it attached completely no and not falling off completely but in those moments we're down to the last game at a game of poker and we're all on and we're hoping for a good flip of a card to mm. get that hand, to get us out, and they won it. 
mate, we're turning up to the casino with no buy-ins, mm. with no luck. You know, we've just broke a mirror and walked under a ladder on the way in and every other crux that you can think of, that's how it feels. And that's the only way I can describe it softening. I'm sorry if you ain't stupid or amateur, but I'm trying not to lose my fucking head. Mm. My club is fucking dying. My, my passion's dying. Yep. So my, my release, don't get me wrong, I'm very, very blessed with everything I have, with my family, everything. I, I couldn't be luckier. But Jesus Christ, I've literally just sat and... Jeez, it's, it's like get it's, it's like everybody's getting puppies. Uh, and what I inherited becoming an Evertonian was I got an old sick dog and I'm just sitting watching it fucking deteriorate faster than mm. anybody else's. Yeah. It's scandalous. Fuck, I always talk about that Simpsons gift where we sideshow Bob walking, walking with all the wrecks in the floor and smacking him in the face everywhere he turns. Jesus Christ, it's constant with us. I know he's like, I'm trying to soften this. Fuck it all. I'll just go full on, dude. It's a fucking joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. It really is. I am I don't want to be positive because I'm sick of putting out content. Also, as a podcast, always moaning and our heads falling off. People must be sick of fucking listening to it. I'm sick of listening to it because, because it's not. I, I, I don't know, guys. Like It's fucking breaking my heart. I'm sick of lying in bed and worrying about everything at night. Yep. And they find new fucking ways for it to happen. And I mm-hmm. really, really thought, and I can't believe I was so fucking naive. I believed that this would be the thing. This mm. would be the actual monumentous thing. Just get it over the line. Just get the stadium built. We'll get on there. Our fortunes will change. We're fucking putting all our fuck. Jeez. Oh, We're going all in on corporate boxes. Because mm. I don't see any good marketing. Don't. We, we don't. Our sponsor, with the ugliest fucking sponsor in the league, which is one of the dodgiest gambling ones, and A Presto, our previous yep. sponsor was probably one of the most sports paces, was one of the most dodgiest fucking gambling things going. Our sleeve sponsor, we couldn't get a sleeve sponsor for a season. We could fucking a gas company or something. I don't know, I'm not in England. Whatever the fuck that is, boxed. Now we've got Kick, which is a stake subsidiary. So mm-hmm. again, like what we've done with fucking USM and had basically all our eggs in one basket to get money coming in. You'd think we learned when that went tits up that we yeah. would, you know, try and spread spread our wings and let's get money from here, let's get money from there, let's get sponsored from here. Make sure they're not affiliated, they're not tied on. And you know what? If if one if one falls and dies, we still have another two. Same mm. for analogy stake. No, we're all on now with stake, a dodgy gambling company. Yeah. Kick which is a fucking, basically a Twitch streaming company that lets kids gamble. It's completely fucking dark and dirty. So, again, those same mistakes. We have a fucking director of football that hasn't got a fucking clue what he's doing. He can't close a day. Yep. And that's not me starting up any sort of joking. This is genuine fact. Again, you know, Bill can't come around. You're telling me that we're going 15 fucking million for... Uh, fuck, I nearly said the wrong name there. For, for, <laughs> for, for Shea Adams. You know what I mean? And we're going to be doing that there for 15 million. And there's no one else we can get that isn't Premier League quality. Mm. Like it's fucking scandalous. Willie Nanto, four goals last season, two assists. We're looking to yep. throw 25, 30 million on. There's no one else in Europe. That deal's that dead in the water as well now. We're getting a kid on. Yeah, exactly. That's dead in the water because they can't close a fucking day. You've caught her, Cody. I know she, she and I'm sorry to steal your thunder, but I'm at full flow. 
Connor Cody coming out and saying that Tony Bellew was brought in, they convinced him. They said, "This is what we're doing now." They sign players. <laughs> like if, yeah. if that's true, that's fucking scandalous. You know, mm. this going on. You say too many. I don't care the structure of the deal. It's fucking idiotic. They bring mm. in a player. Yes, we're sitting lauding it because we believed that all this was happening when we yeah. came in. We were getting MSP fucking every single week. The fucking ask is sitting saying that it's just about to happen. Mm. That's no disrespect to him. That that's. And I don't mean to swear swear in his name because that's not very nice, but I'm very frustrated. You know, he's being fed information. The guy's 99.9% right with most things, in my opinion. Yeah. Other people might not think so, and that's their prerogative. I don't give a shit. But, but this this is constant. This is fucking constant. So when you think about that coming back, we're, we're going into a £15 million deal over so long for a player that we don't even really know about. Yep. Uh, like, we give all that shit. Uh, about Benfica saying, I can't believe we get offered that money for fucking the Portuguese Andy Carl, and now we're fucking firing that money, which is probably the equivalent in value for what our club has compared to what Liverpool has. Mm. A kid who played half a season, who they were shocked it was thrown in purely because a manager wanted wanted him up there. Mm. Yes, I watched his highlight, highlight reel and checked reports on him and stuff, and and, it, and yes, it looks promising. It's not what we need. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'd have Shay Adams. I don't care to have anybody. After watching that gang of shite again, we literally thought we'd dice in the way we turned it around playing towards the end of the season in some games that we've seen a potential blueprint. I don't care if there's players out. Again, what I said the other day, can these players not adapt and play with Anil Mope? Yeah. It's disgraceful. So the whole way from the pitch to the club, you Jimmy Martin, do you think this is the way Jimmy Martin wants to leave the club? Yeah. No. It's not, this is not the exit he wanted. He's mm. probably just dead because he's seeing it and he's never Tony. And he is, I don't think there's many bluer than, no, we bluer blood than him. And he's probably looking at it. He's not leaving because he's like, I'm old and I'm done. I think yeah. he's looking at it saying, I can't deal with seeing my club and, and actually having the inside information and having to hold his tongue. That's what I believe. I'm sure yep. plenty of others believe it. We're sitting mm-hmm. now and we're all talking about how can we adjust players and, you know, for years, we've cried, you know, uh, round pegs and round holes, you know, and, and stop trying to put square pegs and round holes in this, that, and the other. And we're back to thinking, how can we get utility players all over the pitch? Because we're so fucking shite. That yep. fucking fuzzy was useless. Everyone's getting injured again. Like, mm-hmm. But, you know, ultimately, it's just a shit show up and down. I, I, I honestly do think Thelwell's kind of very structure wise. You can see he's trying to build a structure. His point plan. Yeah, the man can't close a fucking door. Never mind the deal. Honestly, yeah. it's getting embarrassing. It's fucking mm. pathetic. Yeah. The club is ran pathetically. As, as Dave was saying, a few people say you no. Know, the axe fell on a few heads there. Just yeah. to sort of accommodate and buy time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do think it's like a big boss now. Because you know what, money, money, most times, especially in business, conquers love. Mm. So why it's at the stage, Kenwright's loved his dream. He's loved his dream. We've had good times. So why would he not oppose it? Because it probably doesn't suit him. He's not going to keep leeching out of the fucking club, if that is the fact, because I don't know that. But ultimately, Mashiri and Kenwright are now probably like, what can we get out of this? Because literally they're thinking, who gives a flying fuck? So yeah, it's absolutely absolutely tragic. Heartbreaking news. Mm. I'm not sad that we haven't signed Willie Nanto. I think there should have been a lot more common sense in that area. Mm-hmm. 
like the whole gravity of that situation was fucking crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, but even at that, the fact that he's like going and strike, they come and play for us. He's off his fucking tits, no harm to him. <laughs> go back to fucking Atlanta, he'll blow past the mental fun. <laughs> but I don't know. Look, it's it's just it, it's completely thrown me. Um, and as I say, if I go back to that analogy of of turning up the play the casino, they play a poker tournament. Yep. I can handle it at the end stages, mm-hmm. but what the fuck are we going to do? We're not the end. We have a fighting chance. We've still got fucking, as long as we have 11 players, put them out in the pitch. I've always said from the start, Sean Dice is Everton's manager. He's not my manager, but I'll try and back him. I'll try mm-hmm. and back these players because there's some bright sparks, you know. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe they can do something and we can find a way to be competitive. We did see bright sparks against Fulham. I did, but there needs to be massive change. What, 10 days left in Wonder, was it? Or nine days? Or I don't even know what fucking date it is. Yeah. Not long. Not long. Yeah. So ultimately, these these guys need to fucking do something. Mm. Yep. Big time, mate. Um, Um, Yeah. Yeah. Heads fell off. There you go. Yeah. I know, mate. As... You know, and rightly so as well. Um, it's just a piss take. Lee, did you want to retort to something Graham was, was saying here just before yeah, he came to the game there, mate? Yeah, when he said the Bob Ken Mike lived his dream. Well, it's our fucking nightmare. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Um, do we really fucking trust Ken Mike and Missionaries to sell the club? Well, n- no. I mean, you know, they've showed I mean, time I don't even again. trust them to take a shit in the bathroom. No. <laughs> honestly like get yeah. all over the floor dirty no, it's honestly it's, it's just they're they're not in it for the club anymore and that's forgive all that I don't care like you know it's, it's all of our podcast and we'll speak how we want if you don't like it turn off whatever I'm, I'm sorry for swearing but this is to us this is critical and I'm sure it does to you too if you're as passionate about Everton probably yeah. are more so but look it's it's mad I don't trust them to do anything at the club not no. even find a buyer. I don't. I don't. I don't trust them to hang a fucking picture. I mm. don't. I really, really don't. It's it's just terrifying. It really is. It's just for they happen so early. They have this whole year. Like, I don't want to be the next Sunderland. Mm. Like, how many points was the Sunderland or Derby got? You know, two of the lowest. We we could finish the season, but not to be a doomonger. We could finish the season on embarrassingly low points, mm. and we have to take those hits. All season, and it's not them taking it. They can turn their face up. Kenry can do that thing where he folds his fucking stupid face up, and then, and he's like, "Oh, I know it's terrible." The fucking fans, the away fans, are getting at it every fucking ground, and those guys yep. are religious. They are getting it at every ground off every fan. They're getting it at work. They're coming home, and let's face it, it, it eats into their personal life. Mm-hmm. You're not happy. You're in your weekends. Just yep. knowing you're getting fucking hammered. Those players that'll eat under the players, we're not good enough. Everyone's saying we're not good enough. You could Simon Jordan basically just calling them all drips and quilts. Mm-hmm. Yep. He is like, it's exactly what he done. He's talking no, they know they'll, they'll know the fans very quickly. The fans say they support them, but it turns so so fucking quick. Mm. Everything. And the fans are going to get it all. And then the away fans come to Goodison. The home fans will experience a fraction of what the away fans are going to be getting. And, and Dave's yeah. right. No one would concern. It, it has the potential to go nasty and go really bad yeah. through their neg- negligence. It's not their mm-hmm. club; it's ours. Yeah. But they're they're trusted with our club to run it and do right by it. 
they constantly mm. do wrong and hide by it. And no communicate. Everyone talks about what do you want them to say. No communication. When things are this fucking bad, communicate. Give action. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Hope. Just on that point as well, the communication, mate. It, it's not a case of, you know, communication. Like it's it's don't communicate something else. Like read that stuff tonight that they put out about Jimmy Martin. Great if it was fucking a few days ago. Read the fucking room. Do you know what I mean? It's the timing of shit that pisses people off. So, it as you say, mate, it, it's a complete shit show. They, they, um, they put a thing up today on the Instagram about Mo Bezic. Who yeah. gives a fuck about Mo Bezic? I know, I know. Honestly, it's fucking ridiculous. Honestly, though, but who? Who the fuck? I sat and read it. I mm. sat and read it working at the end. I was just, oh, yeah. that's cool. What's the fucking stupid? Honestly, it's it's you know, like, I, I, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm not doing that at you. I'm just doing it to fucking Everton. Yeah, I know, mate. I know. It's a fucking joke. Um, Shane, we're sitting bottom of the Premier League at the moment, mate. We've lost two games, um, scored zero goals, and we haven't done enough work in the summer in terms of building the squad and having a, a run of things. Um, it's like I said last week, we prepared for this like a teenager the night before an exam. You know, we've we've completely shit the bed. Like, um, do you are you really worried now for this season? Yeah, I think uh, with, with all the stuff that uh, everyone spoke about with that news with MSP, that was. The, I think the the worrying thing about that as well is is the fact that that was something that was running in the background, um, and it wasn't at our forefront of things to go wrong or stuff yeah. to be worrying about at the minute. Like you say, it's on the pitch. Um, mm. Yeah, it fe- feels like, I mean, it's sort of, the, you know, the last two seasons repeating itself, but progressively yeah. getting worse. We're turning up now to uh, a gunfight with a knife sort of thing, yeah. if you want to yeah. use an analogy for that. It's like, I've just had a pop-up that I've got me notifications on for Fabrizio and... Um, You know, we, we can't find the right winger, but um Sevilla, I think it is, that Luca Bacchio, um from here to Berlin ten million. Um mm. Marseille looking at Joaquin Carrera, who we were interested in, five million by clause and t- five million loan with a ten million by clause. And then yeah. we're struggling to haggle for fifteen million for Che Adams. Um, you know, me and you probably more more than anyone on the podcast were saying we didn't want him. Um and you know, it was sort of looking at the beginning of the week where I'm like, do you know if they just got the deal done for Friday and he was up front instead of Mopai? Yeah. And for somehow or whatever reason they were able to accommodate him, then mm. whatever, it's, you know, we're sort of clutching at straws sort of thing, but now it's, you know, yeah. we're coming into coming into Thursday and still no sign or nothing, just things falling through. Mm. Um, You know, it doesn't look like Calvert Lumen's going to be playing because... Whether he's wears a mask or whatever, it's you know, we've broke his face basically, so he needs yeah. to rest that anyway. Mm. Um, and like one of the lads said before, or um, you know, this long list now of injuries, we already needed so many players a centre half, probably two right mids, another left mm. mid cover, one or yeah. two strikers, um, you know, cover for a Wobi if he was playing in the 10 because Deli Ali doesn't look he's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, but now it's like we've got Calvert Lewin's out again, Wobie's out, uh, you know, um, McNeil, who was integral at the end of last season, he's out, uh, mm. Harrison, we've just bought, 
He's he's not fit. Probably, I think it was I was reading six to eight weeks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was I was one of the ones and telling other people, you know, or Liverpool fans that were asking me friends and stuff like, no, oh, you're definitely going down this season. Like you, you've fought it too long, and I'm like, no, I, I think we'll be fine. I think it'll be between, you know, comfortably between the relegation zone and like. 12th, 13th sort of thing. Like we, it won't be a panic at the end of the season. Whereas now it's two games in. I know it sounds silly from the outside, but it is what it is. It's you know, yeah, the squad depth and the squad, the squad size and and the quality of the players we've got. When you're looking at stuff like you know, mm. big buys that we've done with Onana, and you're seeing them. I mean, listen, he's inconsistent, but he has his good games. But the other day, he was walking around the pitch and he was making it 10 times harder for a 30 something year old to a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, the main problem that we spoke about on the podcast the last time was a manager who's so stubborn to be playing Michael Keane. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's got, it's got, um, bad news written all over it, to be honest. It's, it's it's not looking hopeful. Um, like I said, any bit of positivity that we did have, um, you know, and, and you're looking at other squads around us, and they are getting better and things. And and not only are we not getting better, we're getting worse because of the injuries and the stubbornness to certain managers and things. And it's just not. It doesn't make for good reading at the moment. Being a blue, um, and Andrew, apparently, you know, Mashiri's still trying to find alternative investments, including. You know, resuming talks with Miami based seven seven seven. Um, I know you're obviously not their biggest fan in general, but what's your take on the whole situation? I mean, the most recent rumor was a game changer about them where they were gonna go full on Chelsea style and eliminate the dead and everything like that. So yeah. as a reset, yeah, that's hugely welcome if the money's real. Um the, th- the other things that I've read about them is that the money might not be as much as it's purported to be if that makes any sense Mm. Uh, there's a fight organization like this uh called one fc uh or one championship now uh out of asia and they constantly like talk about these billion dollar payouts like there's no way you have that available like that Mm. can't be possible and based on everything else in 777's portfolio yeah it looks like they would have to liquidate every other holding they have to get to mashiri's asking price Mm. That said, I mean, I would welcome that sort of reset in a heartbeat that we can actually buy players up front when we want to instead of trying to beg them for seven-year yeah. amortization because mm. um, that seems to be our biggest problem. Honestly, I think our scouting is pretty decent for the most part, and except when the director of football caters to the manager too much, yeah. like we've done with Mopai, like we did with Rondon, mm. et cetera. Like we gave them too much leash because they're going to be gone before the DOF is most yep. likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm afraid that with their kind of sketchy history, leaving Mashiri and Kenray that are awful and going mm-hmm. to them would be like benching Keen and signing Maguire just with more <laughs> alleged drug smuggling. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, other clubs can get excited by the news of takeovers and things, and we're still dreading it. You know, it's and again, you get all them fans coming up like, "Be careful what you wish for." I'm of the opinion, like, 
how the fuck can it get worse at the moment? We're already tinkering on the brink of relegation twice, three times now this season. Yeah. Um, something's got I, to give. The I way that it can get worse, where... in my opinion, is what people are looking at City for right now. If 777 is as unstable as they have been reported to be in some cases, mm. then they come in, they do this buyout, everything looks great for like a year. But yeah. we would absolutely be the club that gets buried by FFP regulations before yeah. City would. Like we would be the example of like, don't fuck around because we will absolutely take you down. Mm, yeah, mm. definitely. I just, don't think, I, I just don't think that the term better the devil you know applies here. Mm. Take okay. fucking anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, fucking shit. Cause it's... Go ahead, mate. We've already dropped the devil. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and there's other news like around Everton as well, and 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 you just can't even talk about anything because it just, what's the point? Like, you know, Damari Gray is supposed to be on the verge of a move to Saudi Arabia with Al Shabab, and and um, you know, we've got Mo- Fulham in for Moise Keane and stuff like that, and that other lad from Etikia, whatever his name is, from fucking PSGs. That deal's gone dead in the water. Calvert Lewin's injured. There's all these different things to talk about, and. What a well, the, sorry, those those ones circulate around Thelwell, and I know Graham's had his like sort of thing on him, and some of us gave gave him the benefit of the doubt. But I mean, if you're looking at the the squad, or you could assemble with the ones he was looking at, then fine. Yeah, his scouting or whatever he's looking at is brilliant. Mm. But like Graham said, he can't can't close a deal. West Ham have been looking at Kudus for about two weeks, I think it is, and then they've had a fight out with Brighton, and now they've agreed forty-five million for him, regardless yeah. of whether we had the money, because uh, it was probably less than that when we were after him. It's, it, his prices bloated, but mm. um, even so, like as you said, like there's just two players that have popped up there on on Twitter that have gone to foreign teams, and I know it's like prem yeah. tax and stuff. It's just. It doesn't add up to me that players are moving and and they're getting sold or loaned and like like we were talking about Lewis Hall before to Newcastle where they're doing the whole loan and then to buy to to cross the thing with FFP and and Arsenal have done it with um with Raya with Brentford Brentford's chairman come out and said he's basically categorically he's not playing for us next season but he's on loan mm. with a yeah. with a fee and then it's a buy obligation but then we're looking. Like I said before, it, that's what doesn't add up to me is the fact that all these deals are going on. Uh, and regardless of whether you're struggling for money or not, and then we're haggling for, for Che Adams, it's just that that's what I don't get. And now, and now yeah. as well, because like you said before, there's about or just over a week with the transfer window left, and now we're, us as Everton fans are clinging on to the fact that we're going to get Che Adams because there's yeah. no other links. There's nothing yeah. else coming in. Um, and with that desperate for players. Yep. That's, Bill, down. that's the that's our structure is he does all the negotiations. I yeah. feel like you know, the scouts tell Thelwell and then Thelwell calls up, you know, whoever mm. the other DOF is and like, hang on a second, here's Bill, and then fucks <laughs> off. Because <laughs> he still gets the final say. I, I we've talked yeah. about this so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but last January, or I guess it was this January, um, we had that striker. Uh, was it Arnautovic? Mm, yep done approved by everybody and then bill said fuck that i'm not into it yeah we didn't get a striker yeah so 
it just the way that we have this where the director is not able to direct mm. he's just a scout I, 2.0 yep i don't even trust him the director mm. i don't even trust him the direct like constantly even now with this quote as a sky sports we won't be forced in the overpaying and you know this over and fluctuating market or whatever he was talking about it's just constant security blankets with him mm. you know it really is it's like i couldn't get this deal over the line because everton are interested serious we're trying to get this happen it, it, it's it's been constant mm. last year people people i i refused to i i, I could fucking smell it straight away but it was like people were like no no we're giving giving the benefit of the doubt and this that and you know. Like the Neil Mopay one did it for me. That's where mm. I just like that yeah. does not work. Even though the, the system should work, and you think he's going to fit in, and I was like, okay, okay, Neil Mopay, he didn't do well the season before, but you know what? He's, he's been decent for Brighton. Mm. Maybe, maybe they're they're working on something. No, nothing. There's none no. of it, and it's just constant. Again, mm. he's another fucking guy that just looks for scapegoats. That's why he sits there in Arda. That's why he's here. That's why he's. Yeah. he's Spoken about as being the best, you know, in, in regards to them because he's not. Yeah, it's awful. Mm. Shit, wolves bumped him. Yeah, he didn't, leave. he didn't leave wolves because he was fucking wanted by to be bigger and better. Mm. He was probably chased out of town. I would love to actually get a wolves fan on sometime to talk about Delwell's time there. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, because I, I just know all my fears will come to fruition. I really do. Yeah, probably definitely. that he was that you say catering to the manager that ended up with a full Portuguese squad basically, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he was getting his hand held because it was all through. Uh, you'll know his name, I Mendes, Nuno, uh, George, George Mendes. Oh yeah. So, so like again, he had Mendes. He had the agent holding the hand. He had the agent on his side. Mm. And he walked in there, a stern negotiator. He can't get it done. Yeah, mm. he just can't, and he's a red shade. So look, it's yeah. <laughs> it's just it's I'm raising him. I don't want to lose the head and stuff and swear and all this other crap, but it's just what do we do? Like can't help it. Right, I'm, I'm gonna make a way as well. Do? I'm gonna this make a way this this we, every, every every one of us like like we're we're all practically best mates now. We talk every day, it's always everything. We're we're on this shit together that we we call a podcast and whether you think it's good or not, or this, that, and the other, if you're listening, you know, this is therapy to us. Mm. But I think this is the first time, I mean, the first time we're not losing it in the group chat. We're not, it's not tear down. No one has been able to come up with, but this, this could be better. Mm. Or, or you know what, this could, there could be an opportunity for this. There's always been one of us, even Lee, that's been able to come out with, with something, the, you know, sort of make us think. You know, a devil's advocate for us to say, "No, this, this could, yeah, this could be better." Give us something to cling on to. Mm. This is the first time I've seen every single one of us perplexed. Per Paul, Paul's up a mountain hiking, and he just got this news. I just hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's accessible. It's if you want don't jump off yeah. the mountain, please, mate. Yeah. Um. Not until we get a pint, don't we? Yeah. But um, look, it's it's just it's tragic. It really is. We're just sitting here thinking, what are we going to do? Yeah. Honestly, they. I know I like the analogies, but they have well and truly taken a massive dump on our cereal. 
Hundred percent, yeah. Dump on our Syria. I'm gonna make it worse it. as well, mate. Um, there's some, yeah. And this is this was just today. This rumor came out. Apparently, uh, Manchester United want to trigger James Garner's 15 million buyback clause following Mason Mount's injury. Lee, 15 million, mate. What kind of fucking stupid idiot puts that in his clause? Because how much do we well. pay for him? Was that? I just summer? read that wasn't yeah. real, by the way. Literally, oh, is that a fake ago. one? Uh, do you know there, what, mate? This no is the problem. Back. This is Everton, right? You don't even fucking know if this is real or not because how fucking stupid they are. They There's that many fucking like pranks that. out there too, making fake stories too. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. Like, fucking Obviously, they really get points since they're prerogative. Yeah. Again, read the room. Yeah. That was a United page that though, by the way, that that sourced from, from like a, okay. a big United support page, yeah. Oh. Fucking yeah, ridiculous. like 600,000 followers on Twitter. The fella that apparently built the... But there's not another Twitter feed saying that he's like it's an exclusive or not, and so yeah. But just touching on it, I wouldn't blame the lad. He's he's you know he's playing as a fucking right winger. He's not a right winger, and that's what I, I said just to Graham the other day. But buttons and Graham's just touched on it. Square pegs and round holes. Mm. How the fuck have we gone now? What in a season, a full season last year? Without a fucking right winger, and this season, yeah, it's just like just go out yeah. and buy a fucking right sure. winger. There's fucking plenty of them. Don't be Apart from Andros and we haven't had a right winger in years. Yeah, there's a lad there who's 21 years of age. He's got his whole career ahead of him, mm. and he's always played as a centre midfielder. And the last, well, the last portion of last season, he was playing right back or right mid. Yeah, he played right right wing this season. Yeah, all right, he played for England. The under twenty ones, but they're kids. This is men's football. This isn't no fucking twenty and nineteen year olds playing. Yeah. These are 35, 36, 30 year old men who are playing football, fucking mm. and playing very good football against us. Well, they don't have to play fucking good football against us, really. No, play him in his proper position. So even though it is great, if he did leave and to go back to United, I wouldn't blame him mm. because he could sit that ever. Another three years, right wing, and his career's gone before he knows it. Yeah, that we're hanging our hopes on Jared Brunthwaite. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's meant to be going, which is something that yeah. I was fuming about as well. PSV infinite, yeah. apparently. And he was watching yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. The That's just bullshit because PSV wanted to pay 15 mil last year, and Everton turned around and said no. In January, they tried to sign him, apparently. Like twelve or fifteen, and Everton said no. And now mm. this report saying that Everton won fifteen, bullshit. Again, it's yeah. just people realizing Everton is skinned. Let's just throw a figure out there. It's bollocks. Can Can any of us say in regards to this MSP thing? Can any of us say, do you know what? Actually, we might have dodged the bullet here, considering how dodgy MSP are <laughs> and their whole fake website scenario and stuff. For For me, it's not about dodging. We need investment. Yeah. We don't have to be financial experts to know that we need investment. And it's just the fact that I think so many things were hanging on that investment for it to be not coming now is catastrophic. And that's just a a layman, you know, an uneducated in in everything that's going on there, just in a basically head falling off football fan. But it's just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Happy Arsenal. Anymore, 
just waking yeah. up to something new about everything every day. I'm just fed up with. Yeah. It's, it's bored. Mm. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Apparently, the Everton fan advisory board have been in touch with the club uh, this evening with this following up with this news and, and trying to get some updates from them. I'm sorry, mate, you're wasting your time there. The club are just kind of... Well, I mean, they're, they're so bad at communicating and we've spoken about that before and a lot of the fans will. The one time that they communicated, the fe- the, I think it was three things that Mishiri said haven't happened or they yeah. fell through. So they, yeah. even the stuff that... The stuff that, like, communication-wise, where mm-hmm. you can sit there and go, they're not saying nothing because they're panicking in case they can't get that done. So the they sort of leave like a, a open-ended sort of thing. The stuff that they did do or yep. said, sorry, they haven't done. He said about a striker in January, still haven't got one. Shumiti, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you can't be hanging hopes on him. It's yep. whatever, a future project. Said about investment, that's fell through. That's not coming in now. Mm. Yeah, um, with this uh, MSP, they're walking away because Rights and Media Funding Limited demanded high tens of millions from MSP before a penny went into the club. What the fuck, like? I, I, I just don't even know. I, I don't even. Was that even... owned by Ken Knight? Well, or he's got affiliation with them or whatever? Because that, that money white side, I don't like. Yeah. You wouldn't put it past them, mate. Um, so you know, it's him clamoring for more money. Yeah, on, just the, as the deal's nearly done, he's just like, you know what? Yeah. In fact, I'll be cheeky and ask for an extra whatever. Yeah, if it is him anyway. Just um, touching on the communication, and I had this pointed out to me on Twitter before as well. The, and I'm not defending them, but they can't come out and say anything because the fan base simply won't believe them. After what they've done to the fans at that Southampton game in January with the whole lock gate, I, I, I certainly, if they came out with a statement tomorrow, and expl- I'd be like, yeah, bullshit. They dug themselves a massive hole by saying what they said in January, which still, nine months later, well, yeah, nine months later, still hasn't been proven. No one's been charged with anything. No CCTV footage has been uncovered in the 2023 where every mm. fucking phone has got a camera on it. Yeah. The most surveilled every, country in the world. Yeah, every yeah. street's got fucking countless amounts of cameras on them. Mm. And not one person seen this alleged headlock. But then that mm-hmm. thing happened oh. as well at Villa at the weekend with uh, with Leon Bailey, where the police mm. investigated it so that they had like it was dealt with and he got interviewed or whatever straight away. So yeah. Villa must have cameras, but Goodison doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Still here nine months later. I just think there's a there's a way of like just putting stuff out, like like I was saying, like where they've not lived up to what they've said. There's a way of putting stuff out open ended, but in a way where it's like you're just giving direction rather than the end goal sort of thing with stuff. Yeah, and like other clubs do it, and other directors of football went. I mean, did that. I haven't seen it, but this, this, this Thelwell was meant to have spoke, wasn't he, in an interview, and that yep. got given a date. Yep, yep. So we were waiting for that, weren't we? And then, um, you know, the date went, and then we just got it in like a written form, like a little spreadsheet thing or whatever, little weird documents. But yeah, wasn't it in the program notes for the yeah. following games for the first yeah. game of the season? Yeah. Which is clearly because it, it's like two months out of date at that point. Um, yeah. and nobody gives a shit then. Um. 
If yeah. only we had the, uh, if only if only we had the director of communications. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's another thing, isn't it? You know, more more money out the pocket. Mm. Well, I was looking at him. I was looking at his Twitter account. He hasn't tweeted for over a year. Yeah. Well, that's it, mate. You know, it's uh Listen, I, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, we're gonna wrap it up soon because fuck Everton, honestly. Um, get on my tits, and we haven't. It's not even yeah, a weekend I, yet. I can feel myself bubbling slowly. The more was blossoming, and then... mm. we were going into the third game, and it's. I mean, I was before the Villa game, probably less so with the Fulham, but I don't see us getting any points out of the, the Wolves game with the way they played against United. Yeah. And it wasn't that bad in the last game. There was parts of it. We just don't, like you say, we are, you said before, we haven't scored no goals these first two games. Mm. The injury list is arm's length. And yeah. he's persistent with playing Michael Keane, Patterson, Garner as a right mid. Mm-hmm. So yeah. st- the stubbornness just... and the stuff he's doing, it just doesn't add up to yeah. I'm, I'm stuck. To a result. Just, just with that one, though, I'm stuck because having they played Garner there, it's... I think the club knew that this was coming as well because they need that money for Gray. They cannot risk him. I, I'd be surprised if they're even letting him train mm. in any way that he could injure himself. It's I don't, yeah, I don't think he's training. Like. Even that, like, you know, the, the fact that they've, how they've treated him, Damari Gray, has been nothing short of yeah, disastrous. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's horrendous, you know, in the desperation for the money because of your incompetence uh, leading up to that point. So, so it's hard to get hard. excited for anything, really. Again, I've read that script before as well. Exactly, mate, yeah. It's just copy and paste shit. Yeah. That's know, exactly um, what they've done to Rooney, weren't it? And now, yeah. I'm not saying Rooney... Let's not, I'm not saying Rooney today is as good as Rooney, so don't think I am. But, <laughs> you know, Rooney came out years later mm. on... Tony Bellew's podcast and said he basically told him when he came back from the Euros he couldn't train. Yeah, once yeah. again. Yeah. Based awesome. on his shot selection, I think Demario Gray does think he's as good as Wayne Rooney. Yes, <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Wayne Rooney came out in Toffee TV and basically just said it all. Sure, it was Ken right. Yeah, sold him, pushed him out, yeah. and let him take take the hits. Hundred percent. That yeah. acting hard done by. He's an actor. Yeah. Mm, he's an actor, but he's an actor. Love to see how we. Tony Bellew spins this one, to be honest, because he's getting on my tits as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to call it a day there before we get into a big fucking, you know, <laughs> witch hunt. <laughs> um, appreciate your thoughts, lads. I know it's a, I know it's a tough one. It gets worse and worse by the week. Um, but, yeah, hopefully, I don't know, out of nowhere, something can just go right for us once, please. Just, just let it happen, you know, just something out the blue. I don't know what it is. I've but, just uh, been looking at the wind and I've just seen a big, Fucking pig flying over me roof there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all know what big, I think him. Big fucking Kenwright cheap thing. Um more. That's it, mate. Sums it up right there. Um what <laughs> yeah, lads. Appreciate your time. Thanks very much. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street. 
Don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching EAW Podcast. And if you've anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at the EAWPodcast at gmail.com.